two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Football Friday edition, right when you think the NCAA tournament delivered the goods. And they did. A bunch of lower seeds, a 15 beating a 2 on day one of the tourney. The NFL walks right in and takes the spotlight again. We are going to break down every angle of the major Devontae Adams trade from Green Bay to Las Vegas. What it means for both franchises moving forward. We've got the latest on Deshaun Watson. We've also got the drama in Cleveland surrounding Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Another edition of Over-Unders. And we're going to have the BQ News. All of it is coming up on a Friday. Two pros and a cup of Joe. And you, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. It's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn with you here on FSR. No LeVar Arrington, a late scratch, but all is well. And uh, we will be catching up with LeVar uh, after a long weekend here coming up on a Monday. But it is a Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on FSR. Plenty to get to. Uh, March Madness is exactly that. Uh, absolute chaos yesterday, uh, coupled with the fact that we had a St. Patty's Day fall on day one of March Madness, which is never a good idea for anybody involved or anybody involved that wanted to uh, have a productive Thursday. Uh, we saw a, a bunch of lower seeds win. We saw a 15 knockoff, a two in St. Peter's taking care of Kentucky. Uh, all of that that happening, all of that uh, making the rounds as people were looking for uh, things to talk about. Uh, we haven't caught up on college basketball. What are we going to get into? And you saw a bunch of lower seeds going and ruin everybody's brackets. And by the way, for the people on social media that are busting our balls, uh, me specifically because I had Kentucky in my final four and Kentucky's not in the final four anymore because Kentucky can't beat St. Peter's, uh, who apparently their mascot is a peacock. Who knew? What do you want from me? This is a crapshoot. All right? You, you do the best you can. You make as many picks as you can. Uh, st- stop kicking people in the nuts because they get something wrong. All right? This, this is sports talk radio. Yes, we get stuff wrong. The difference between us is we lie about it after the fact. Ain't that right, Brady Quinn? <laughs> that is correct. Yes. That is correct. We will never own up to any wrong pick no. that we make. No, never. Yeah, it, it's Fox Sports Radio's fault. What, I mean, what do you want from us? But it was a uh, yesterday was a wild one. Uh, but listen, uh, if you listen to this show any point during the course of the last several months, you know that there's a his, history involved when it comes to Fridays. You see, we started out this show back in September, <laughs> and. Um, we were just looking to have a little bit of fun on a Friday. We figured people are getting ready for the weekend. And I thought, you know, I mean, we should, you know, break down some live tennis scores in Dubai. I mean, maybe we could talk about, you know, some uh, fun shenanigans here there. And Brady's like, no, 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 you guys are missing the boat on this. I am a radio veteran. Uh, I am the star of stage and screen on the Fox lot every Saturday. And I know a thing or two about themes on radio because I hosted one of the most popular Sunday night radio shows in the history of FSR here on the network for several years with some Jay off who doesn't need to be named in this point in time. And Brady Quinn said, if we're doing a Friday show, it's got to be a football Friday. It has got to be a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. So it doesn't matter that the tournament is going on. We have got ourselves a football Friday after another busy day in the NFL. Yeah. 
NCAA tournament was going to carry the day. The Green Bay Packers and Las Vegas Raiders said, uh, hold our non-alcoholic beer because we're professionals during the week. And they pulled off a blockbuster trade with a lot of layers attached to it that we will get into. But uh, the Green Bay Packers trading Devontae Adams, the stud wide receiver, two-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he goes to the Raiders for two picks in this year's uh, draft. The first and second round picks of the Raiders, including number 22 overall. And then that's followed up by Devontae Adams getting a five-year deal for over $28 million a season. Uh, we get to wait to see what the details are uh, when it comes to all that. But uh, he is now the highest paid wide receiver by a mile, and he's now a Las Vegas Raider. How about it? He gets a team up with his old uh, Fresno State quarterback, Derek Carr. I mean, that's that's the big part of this is what he gets to team up with and then really what the AFC West has done and the teams in the AFC West. I mean, Jonas, they've loaded up on defense. They've loaded up on offense. This is an arms race in the AFC West. It's been a ton of fun to watch so far. And I, I just I look at this trade and part of me wonders what's Aaron Rodgers thinking right now. I mean, I this is I saw people running with this. And they were saying, well, you know, Rodgers had to get his money. Why do you think this happened? The reports are that Devontae, that the Green Bay Packers were willing to match whatever the Raiders were giving Devontae Adams, but he wanted to go. He wanted to play for the Raiders. He's a lifelong Raider fan. He had an opportunity to go. And so the idea that we can put this on Rodgers in, in you know, accepting the contract he got, apparently Rodgers was in the know when it came to all this stuff. I, I don't yep. think this is an indictment on Rodgers. I just think Devontae Adams looked at this as his one shot, one bite at the apple, and he said, it'd be a dream come true. Oh, and by the way, they're going to pay me almost $30 million a year. Go, go do what you got to do. And now he's a Las Vegas Raider. It's what well, it, it is. It's a huge need for the Raiders. I mean, a huge need. They, they've been looking for a number one wide receiver. Now they finally get a Derek Carr finally gets it. And you've been calling that for years now when it comes to Derek Carr, as far as what he's got around him. He's never really had that number one guy. No. And, 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 and in some ways you sit there and you go, well, now the pressure's on him. I mean, not that it hasn't been on him. He still played well under pressure. They went to the playoffs last year. I don't know if anyone saw that coming, but now the pressure's really on. Because what's the expectation? Yeah. It, it's, it's more than playoffs. I'll tell you that much. It, and, it, well, and it's also, you were in the first round. People look uh, at that final game and they go, well, they were in that game against Cincinnati. There was an opportunity to win it. Uh, and Derek Carr uh, decided to throw short of the goal line, which uh, pissed a lot of people off, including yeah. Roberto Flores, who was about uh, six or seven IPAs deep at that point watching the game. How was Roberto feeling about this? Oh, trade? are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, Berto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Daniel Snyder for releasing those emails, because if not, this probably wouldn't happen. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it is a it was a blockbuster deal uh, when it comes to uh, Devonte Adams going to the Raiders, and then there's uh, you know there's obviously layers uh, attached to this. But I got to be honest with you, man. If you're Green Bay and you can part with a guy who was, I, I guess the price was at twenty eight million dollars, and now you get a first and a second round pick, I just think financially 
I think I think the deal makes a lot of sense for both sides. I don't know that this trade is going to age really well for the Raiders, depending on uh, competing in that division, giving a wide receiver this much money. He's already 29 years old. He's really, really good. But now we get to wait to see how much of it was Devontae Adams and how much was it Aaron Rodgers that he played with. So that's well, I mean, he does have Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, but he's played at a really high level. I, I think it's more interesting in, in my mind to look at what do the Packers do? I mean, look at that wide receiver roster right now. They're yeah. thin. I mean, they're, they're going to have to go back into the draft and say, all right, like, th- there's no one in the roster that comes close to Devontae Adams. What do you mean? And so Didn't now, they resign Randall Cobb? I mean, come on. Like, how, well, they, they, they got a pay cut. So, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, there's that. There's um, number one. But, but even, even in the draft, if they were to utilize that first round pick, which, I mean, we, we know how Brian Gutenkunst and, um, you know, Malafleur like to work in the draft. I mean, they, they like, like to not provide Aaron Rodgers anything. I mean, they'll have multiple draft picks in a heavy wide receiver draft. They just they keep overlooking that. Hey, that. That is disrespectful. Did not provide him anything. They traded up for his backup quarterback, okay? Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about here. Give them yeah. a little bit of credit. I mean, they, they will go, you know, trade up in the second or third round to get a move <laughs> tight end, yes. But it, it, it's, it's more interesting to think that he came back – thinking that the Packers were the best spot to have a chance of winning a Super Bowl. And now not having his number one wide receiver, a guy who there's been no one better than him and Devontae Adams. That tandem, there's been no one better. And now we're talking about him having to start over? I don't know. I just I, I feel like this kind of throws a wrench in everything he had planned for this season. Uh, the uh, And you mentioned it as far as what the Super Bowl looks like uh, uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Just to get out of the NFC, the Packers were plus 350 before the trade, and now they're plus 400. So it's not a significant move, but it is, I think, Las Vegas and the betting market understanding these guys were the best quarterback-wide receiver combination in the NFL for the past several years. Now it's gone. And so, yeah, you would assume, I mean... It, just optics-wise, if the Packers make this move and then they don't take a wide receiver with their first pick, I mean, <laughs> kind of uh, like if you're, if you're Aaron Rodgers. may retire. I'm just saying, like, give back a portion of his 50-plus uh, million and just say, I'm out, man. You guys can't figure this thing out, and, uh, and I got to go. I got to go somewhere where it makes a little more sense. I mean, at this point, he'll probably be in the draft room. He'll probably be in, in, in the war room, if you will, drafting oh, the wide receiver. A lucky bastard. I'd give anything to be in a, a draft room. Uh, that's, I literally one of my dreams. You got to you got to make that happen, man. You got enough stroke, stroke in the NFL. You got to be able to make you, that you happen. You talk too for much. You, you can't you can't share everything you see in that room. You will. No, not true. I mean, listen. I'll I'll, I'll release. Uh, I'll sprinkle a little bit in on my uh, highly rated uh, weekend show here on Saturdays. But I'm not going to, you know, derail the entire draft for a team because I want to get in uh, a couple of licks on uh, who they should take here or there. But I just think uh, now we look at the Green Bay Packers, and um, I I just I don't know how do you how do you think this trade ages for the Green Bay Packers because if they're able to find a wide receiver early on in the draft, or if they're still able to make some moves. I mean, look, I'm not saying that he's Devontae Adams, but Julio Jones is out there. I mean, there was some speculation. I know you had thrown out potentially the Rams. Now they went out now and signed Allen down. Robinson signed the, yeah. yeah, so there there are 
guys out there, Jarvis Landry, I'm not saying these guys are comps to, to Devontae Adams, but there are some guys out there that you would look at and go, well, I mean, now they definitely have a need. Maybe that makes some sense for them to go in that direction. The problem is Jarvis Landry is similar to Randall Cobb. He's, he's similar to Amari Rogers, who they drafted last year. I mean, it's, they're all kind of a similar guy in what they do. Um, it, I mean, look, you want as many veteran guys who can help you out as you can. So Brian Julio, Brian Jarvis, even get him on like economical deals. But you're you're going to draft a guy. I, I would assume with where these these draft picks are, they're going to draft a guy and they'll find some value there. Whether um, it's it's one of the Ohio State kids, which I I think it could be very likely, um, even though that that seems high in the first round to draft one of those. Um, the, the kid out of Southern Cal, he reminds me of Mike Evans a lot. He, he would make a lot of sense, but I'm not sure he, Drake London gets you know drops that far. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because it's, it's going to dictate, I think, a lot of what happens with them moving forward and whether or not they play in a Super Bowl. $28.5 million. Good Christ, man. What was it a few years ago when Odell Beckham got, what, $15 million? Yeah. Like, and that, so yeah. like that's where we're at now? What? <laughs> 20, 28 going on $29 million. What do you think Justin Jefferson's going to be asking for in a couple of years? Yeah, uh, 30 at this point. <laughs> Like, I mean, unbelievable. Man, the NFL is healthy. So um, so there it is, the uh, the blockbuster trade that hijacked day one of the uh, NCAA tournament. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on a football Friday. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. We are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed, whose resumes match your job description, visit Indeed.com slash credit. All right, so coming up next, uh, we have got, um, listen, it was a wild one. Uh, not ideal for uh, a few members of the show when it comes to uh, what happened yesterday, but we will have that discussion with you coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn with you here on FSR. Uh, no LeVar Arrington today. He will be back with us uh, again on Monday, a late scratch. But uh, we're going to have some fun. Usual shenanigans here on a football Friday uh, here uh, on FSR. Coming up uh, in about, uh, we'll call it a little over 20 minutes from now, another edition of In Case You Missed It. Uh, and we have a celebrity, a brand new celebrity in the world of sports. Just a phenomenal job through and through. Uh, but maybe not the uh, the best thing when it comes to uh, an entire sport. So uh, we will get to that uh, coming up here a little over 20 minutes from now uh, on FSR. Um, now, I would say this, uh, you know, St. Patty's Day falling on day one of the NCAA tournament is a problem, okay, for for a lot of people. I can recall getting absolutely buckled on a St. Patty's Day with the tournament going on, and I I vaguely remember losing at least two of my final four on the first day. And then I gave some stranger a piggyback ride because she couldn't get a cab. <laughs> I swear to God, I was carrying her on my, I, I didn't know who she was and I was trying to carry her. And then I realized you, you were the rickshaw. Yeah. I, I, don't know. Like, I just realized, Hey man, 
you don't have the legs for this, okay? Let alone the calves. So let, go ahead, put her down, and then you know tr- try and you know find a ten speed in somebody's backyard somewhere. And uh, absolutely right, Roberto, and uh, and it worked. Uh, but <laughs> that is uh, that is that is factual. I, I and, hope that didn't make the air. Uh, <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is uh, it is a problem for a lot of people involved. And now I'm not here to uh, to pick on anybody who is currently not with us here on the show. But um, it might also be a problem uh, in the case of uh, one LeVar Arrington who had Kentucky and South Dakota State in his Final Four. Um, Wait, look, what? Yeah, he had Kentucky and uh, South Dakota State in his Final Four. So, LeVar Arrington. South Dakota State? Yeah. Yeah. He I had mean, South Dakota State in his Final Four? Yeah. I mean, listen. You know, uh, you got to... I mean, you want to. You got to take risks sometimes. And uh, look, they were somewhat competitive against, against Providence. The problem is... When you lose two of your final four on day one, um, <laughs> you're, you're probably not going to win the Fox Sports Radio bracket challenge. So, uh, so there's that uh, for Lavar Arrington. I mean, um, not ideal. I had Kentucky too. Loser. I, mean, it, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't is. have Kentucky in the final four. Yeah, I, I, I watched them enough this year. I watched Notre Dame beat them, and I've got a bunch of buddies who went there and root for them. And I told them, I said, "Your your reign is done." <laughs> The reign of Coach Cal dominating college basketball, the one and dones. He was uh, kind of the first mover in that regard. It's done. Yeah, they're not good anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They're they're, just, they're not what they used to be. And uh, yeah, it is uh, not a uh, not a good spot to be in if you're Coach Cal. Uh, they lose to a, a 15 seed. But it was I w- I came away and and I shouldn't have done this because I I think I might have jinxed it. Um, and you were giving me a hard time because we were putting the show together last Sunday night, and I thought, all right, man, show's put together. We're feeling good about things. And then Tom Brady decides to come back, and it's like, okay, got to rewrite that entire thing. But I was thinking to myself. Man, there's not going to be a lot of upsets on this first day. It just felt like there was going to be some scares, maybe a nine beating an eight. Uh, I was dead wrong. We had six lower seeds win on Thursday, including a 15, two 12s, and an 11. So now I'm sitting around going, does that mean Friday coming up, just law of averages is going to be more of a chalk day based on what we saw. But this is uh, this is what we talked about, man. It's not like Kentucky played awful. They didn't shoot the three well, but it's not like they played terrible. But if you have like a bad four-minute stretch or a bad two-minute stretch, it's over. Like, like your entire season's over, and now we get to sit around and, and blame you for why we lose in our brackets. So it's a bummer. It, it is interesting because this year in college basketball, there's a lot of parity, a lot of number ones replacing a number one. I mean, how many times do we have a different number one? At one point, I think we had, what, six teams, seven teams in the top ten get beat in one weekend? Yeah. There's a lot of parity in college uh, college basketball. So I, I think that, that lends me to think there's going to be more upsets today. Um, but that was, I mean, really, a, a, I think the way the game's changed, where it's getting more spread out, it's more about three-point shooting. And because of that, you get a team that gets on, on a hot streak or a team that has a great shooting night or you're having a bad shooting night. It's over, man. I mean, it's over in the snap of your fingers. So I kind of look at college basketball now in the tournament. I think it's it's, it's as hard as ever to be able to win it because you really do have to play at a high level throughout the entire thing and hope that you just don't have a bad shooting night, especially from three, because that's what this game is all about now. Yeah, and also I've, I've thought about this. Have you noticed that when there's a higher seed playing a lower seed and the game's close with about four or five minutes left, 
the lower seed, the team that should win, looks like they're about to crap themselves. Like, <laughs> like they're they're almost like distraught, and you can tell because they see the numbers at- attached to their names, and I don't even know that it's anything against them. Like, what is it? styles make fights. It's matchups. You don't have that much time to prepare for a lot of these teams. I mean, the brackets come out. I mean, you can watch as much as you want to watch, but if you go cold and all of a sudden some guy you didn't expect gets hot in a, in a gym, as we talked about, where the backdrops are different, that you're not used to playing, that's no home court advantage, you just see these higher seeds when the game gets late or these lower seeds when uh, or these higher seeds rather when the game gets late sort of melt down in in critical moments and it's why John Calipari said it years ago and it was one of the great lines when he had that team that was loaded with uh, I think it was Carl Anthony Towns I think Anthony Davis might have been on that team or I, I remember Anthony Davis on that team but they were projected to be the best team by far all the one and dones starting five was going to be one year Kentucky and then on to the NBA to be lottery picks and they struggled early on in the tournament and uh, they asked him like coach Cal what do you tell your team in that spot he goes just land the plane he goes like, I like it's not a smooth ride. Just figure out a way to land the plane. I mean, you're, you're not trying to. You don't care about covering the spread when it comes to the gamblers. Just try and land the plane. And it feels like the nerves on some of these teams that are projected to win when games get late. Uh, th- these guys show it, and they start to wear down late in these games. So it's fun to watch. I, I, I think it's that. I think it's that on top of the fact that it's just it, it's hard in that position where you're you're at like a neutral site kind of. And I feel like everyone roots for the underdog. Yes, 100%. And, and you feel that 100%. as a player. When you're the favorite and you're in an environment where everyone's rooting against you, 100%. you feel that a little bit. Yes. And well, and it's also the underdog because if you're one of the, if you're a, a fan of another team and you realize, hey, if they get beat, we got a chance and you yeah. go to that game, like it just piles on. It's it's the snowball effect, but it, it's what makes it a lot of fun, man. So yesterday was wild. And by the way, um, you know, Thoughts and prayers. Um, San Francisco is out. And I know your daughter had San Francisco make it. I haven't told her yet. I have not broken the nose to her yet. Yeah. I mean, look, Photoshop is. is amazing these days. I mean, if you want to, like, you know, move a couple numbers around. I think I'm going to use whiteout. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to white it out on our bracket. Oh, yeah. You filled it out uh, by hand. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Right. And and for those of you out there saying, well, why do you want to mislead your own child into thinking the wrong team won? Have you seen uh, the people uh, like in Zimbabwe that are walking around with Bill's four-time Super Bowl champ shirts? I mean, it happens all the time. We do this every year when you print out uh, the, the loser to win the Super Bowl. There's somebody right now in Istanbul that thinks Joe Burrow and the Bengals finally won a Super Bowl. Okay, so I don't know what to tell you. If you got to do this for your bracket when it comes to your daughter to to try and make things better on a Friday that San Francisco won when, in fact, they lost that game. You know, there are options here. So just coming up with solutions She had here. him going to the lead, uh, lead eight, so it's, it's going to crush her bracket, which it'll be, it'll, it'll be a good life lesson. Yeah. It really be, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had San Diego State going to the Elite Eight, so, uh, yeah, I took that on the chin also. So that's not a, not a good spot to be in. Uh, all right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, uh, we've got uh, the very latest. Uh, it is the saga that is carrying the day in the NFL. We'll get to that for you right here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, I mean, a lot of people are talking about Fresno State Bulldogs. They're talking about Derek Carr. They're talking about Devontae Adams. And I look at all them square in the eyes, and I pull them close to me, and I say, kiss my ass. There's one Fresno State Bulldog at Fox Sports Radio, and it's Edmund Garcia. That is accurate. Yeah. That is accurate. And I might be mentioning that those two guys played at Fresno State. You Every saw them, update, you saw them play, that. right? Yeah, I did. 
How good were they? They were great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> kidding me? The, the best combo you guys have had? Uh, yeah, yeah I'd have to say yes. Yes, I'd have to say yes. Yeah. Who would be better? Trent Dilfer. Didn't Trent Dilfer play at Fresno State? Yeah, he was. Yeah. You know. and, and who? Well, he threw to that well, one guy. Well, I mean, David Carr was a good college quarterback. You yeah, know, yeah, but, but yeah, but who was, who was the wide receiver? Yeah, Trent Dilfer threw uh, to that I one think guy. Bernard Berrien, who played in the league, was there. Okay. Not Devontae. Adams. Wait, hold on. Trent Dilfer th- played with Bernard Berrien? No, no, no. Uh, D- oh. David Carr did. David Carr did. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Bernard Berrien, who uh, was, uh, there's a great story about him getting robbed by some guy who snuck into his house. And, I don't, I don't uh, think he would think that was a great story. Well, no. He actually told the story because he caught the guy and just said, like, uh, Hey man, I'm just gonna call the cops. Like I don't know what you're doing. Like, and the guy just continued on like there was nobody there, and then ended up getting popped. I'll find the details in that. If I got that totally wrong, we'll take it out of the podcast uh, just to save the reckless uh, approach there in the air. All right, sorry about that. No problem. Uh, so let us start with the, that news from the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers are trading star wide receiver Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders for first and second round picks in this year's draft. Adams has already reportedly agreed on a five-year deal with the Raiders worth $141.25 million with $87.5 million guaranteed. And as you mentioned, now reunited with quarterback Derek Carr, who they played together with at Fresno State. Houston, Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson reportedly has his list of teams that he'd be willing to be traded to down to two, and that would be the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. And, of course, the Cleveland Browns flirted with Deshaun Watson. That didn't sit well with quarterback Baker Mayfield, who has reportedly requested to be traded. The team is saying that they have no plans at this time to honor that request. Of course, college basketball, as you were talking about, opening day of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. We had 14 games on the schedule. Three major upsets, including the 15th seed St. Peter's beating the two-seed Kentucky 85-79 in overtime. First tournament win ever for the Peacocks. Uh, 12-seeded New Mexico State down the five-seed UConn 70-63. 12-seeded Richmond beat the five-seed Iowa 67-63. There were three number one seeds in action. They all won easily. Defending champ Baylor, a 36-point win over 16-seeded Norfolk State, 85-49. Number one seed Gonzaga won by 21 over 16-seeded Georgia State, 93-72. And number one seed Kansas, a 27-point win over 16-seeded Texas Southern, 83-56. In the NBA, just one game, the Pistons down the Magic, 134-120. Sadek Bay, 51 points. In the win for Detroit, and we asked earlier on the show, "Have you ever heard of this guy?" And everyone said no. And I never heard of him. Other, they they watch the NBA. I don't. But uh, Sadek Bay. Well, Bay. I, I thought you were going to get dumped there. I, I wasn't really sure. No, that's Lavar. Lavar's okay. not here. <laughs> I, was say, I didn't know. I didn't know what you were trying to get at. You animal. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, one other note from the NBA: Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry diagnosed with a sprained ligament in his left foot. He's out indefinitely. X-rays revealed no fractures or major damage. Now back to. Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Thank you, Eddie. By the way, Eddie, um, you ask, you shall receive. We have a major update uh, because Fresno State is the theme of the show thus far. Uh, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams reunited. Eddie Garcia, Fresno State Bulldog. Uh, You mentioned Bernard Berrien, former NFL wide receiver. Uh, Lead to lab. We go live to our I have an update on Bernard Berrien's house burglary uh, insider. Lead to lab. What do we got here, Lee? Yeah, it was quite wild. He... uh, he he actually got to see his best friend robbing his place live on his on his uh home security, home camera. security oh, camera. His he, best his best friend? friend. Yeah, his best friend. And he, he the guy had actually wow. brought in cleaning supplies and was wiping up as he was doing it. Made away well, with over like thirty thousand dollars cash. Hey, you know what? How about that? <laughs> you know what? What a respectful burglar. Yeah, if you're gonna do the crime and this was well before COVID, so this guy was ahead of his time. 
Yeah. I mean, listen, that's uh, that's one way to lose a friend, huh? You know, you, you turn on your security cameras and uh, they're just rifling through uh, your belongings. I mean, uh, man. Jake wouldn't do that, would he, Brady? I mean, uh, I think he's, uh, he's better than uh, probably that. Probably not, but after <laughs> Kentucky loss, which is his alma mater, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put anything past him. Okay. So, Oh, man. Uh, so uh, so there it is. You yeah. imagine, like, They're in danger watch mode right now, all those Kentucky fans. You imagine uh, just seeing on camera Jake walk out with like a, a patch of grass from uh, Notre Dame Stadium and like a pylon and just uh, – but, but but cleaning up after himself so that way you wouldn't know. I mean, just an, an awful situation. How are you going to clean up after that? I don't know. I mean, who knows? People do weird things these days uh, to try and cover up their tracks. Uh, so, uh, so there it is. Uh, that is uh, – listen, I wasn't totally wrong, but uh, some details were missing as usual. Uh, all right. Uh, so we are going to get into uh, the uh, brand-new star of, uh, of an entire sport, apparently. That'll be coming up here 12 minutes from now in another edition of In Case You Missed It. Uh, so um, Deshaun Watson, I mean, uh, he needs more time. Okay, like he needs more time. It's been an entire season. Uh, He's had uh, a week. Now he needs the weekend, but he is down to a couple of teams. Uh, We're going to get into the uh, the Baker Mayfield aspect of all that drama coming up uh, top of next hour. But uh, the Cleveland Browns are out. The Carolina Panthers are out. And apparently we are down to the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints for the services of Deshaun Watson. A lot of people speculating that Atlanta's got the lead, uh, that they're in the uh, right now sitting in the pole position to land Deshaun Watson, but apparently he needs more time, Brady. We're going to have to wait throughout the weekend here. So, Well, I mean, Atlanta is his old stomping ground, so there's something to be said for that. The Saints have a better roster, though, and they'll be more competitive right away if he goes there. That's the team that if I was him, I wanted to win. That's where I'd go to. I almost wonder, as he takes more time to think about all this, if his agents aren't talking to both teams – and again, Atlanta would be it'd be tough for them to do because of Matt Ryan's contract. But if they're not looking at maybe trying to restructure it, give him a little more. I, I don't know. I mean, his deal is really economical when you compare it to some of the other quarterback contracts out there. Um, and and I, I just I wonder if he's looking around saying like, if I'm this hot of a commodity, why wouldn't I try to restructure it now? on my way into this organization before I get there when I have all this leverage and they're dying to get me at this point. I mean, what do you think Matt Ryan's doing right now? Like, he's the best quarterback in the history of that franchise. He's won an MVP. And for people that want to go Mike Vick, stop. I love Mike Vick. Not even close. All right, Matt Ryan won an MVP. He took him to a Super Bowl. Uh, We're going to forget about blowing a 25-point lead. That doesn't matter here in this conversation. We'll leave those details out. But he's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise. Has, has done it seemingly the right way this entire time, and he's waiting to find out whether or not he'll be welcomed back to that organization based on if they can land a, a prettier, younger date to the prom while he sits around on his thumb. Like, like what are we doing here? <laughs> I just, I, I, this whole thing is bizarre. And these people, we got multiple players waiting around to see where their future lies on Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played football in a long time. The truth is usually these things play out behind the scenes and not publicly. But because of everything that's gone on with him, now we have to, we have to see it in the public light. That's the hard part. It's like I, I don't blame him for having a hard time making the decision. I mean, he is windling it down. We are talking about it day by day. But, I mean, it's, it's going to happen in the next 24 hours, I think. Yeah. I think he'll select a team in the next 24 hours. 
uh, whether it's the Saints or Falcons. My thing is, it's the way it's been portrayed publicly because of everything he's he's gone through, been through, everything that's occurred or or hasn't occurred in the past year with him not playing last season. I mean, there, there's anticipation about it. So I, I I don't blame him for being patient with the decision. I just I look at it and I think, all right, like if he goes to Atlanta, to me it's about him going back home. If he goes to the Saints, it's because he wants to win. I mean, look at the wide receiver group right now for the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, just just pull it up. Look at it. Yeah, it Can you name anyone? Well, there's uh, there's uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, who is not a wide receiver, well, but uh, but plays like sure. one. Uh, and then there's uh, there's Calvin Ridley, uh, who right who now is play uh, next year. yeah, he's at a uh, penny slot machine uh, somewhere uh, on on uh, at Whiskey Pete's uh, in uh, on State Line in uh, in Nevada. So he's not uh, not currently available to play. So yeah, there's uh, yeah, they got some issues. I mean. Bring back Julio? I mean, what do you say? We bring back uh, Julio Jones, make that happen, reunite uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, or what? I mean, that's that's uh, always a possibility. But, yeah, much better roster in New Orleans. And, um, God, this whole thing is bizarre. Like, this is this whole thing is so weird, man, uh, to see how it's played out for Deshaun Watson. But we get to wait and see because apparently he doesn't know what he wants to do yet. But we know that there are two teams out and two teams remaining. So uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. And we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, we have a brand new star, a brand new star that uh, maybe isn't the best thing for an entire sport. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, we have got uh, more drama in the NFL. I think this might be one of my favorite quarterback stories in a long, long time. We will have that for you here. Again, top of next hour, 15 minutes from now here, Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, we are brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads and you need Indeed, because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you Missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee. So, you guys, in case in case you missed the St. Mary's beatdown. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. You guys, in case you missed the St. Mary's beatdown of Indiana, there was a part in the second half when the ball got stuck on top of the backboard. Referees were trying to stand on chairs and get it down with a mop, but this is eventually how they got it down, courtesy of TBS. 
And the ball is stuck. We've got an issue now. Why don't we get a new ball? Yeah. Why, why don't the <laughs> cheerleaders, they're used to going up high. Let's get it. Yes, get the cheerleader up. Get her up there. This is how you do it. Give her the mob. Now she's got it. Oh, what a play. The cheerleader saves the day. The and that's her one shining moment. This place is on its feet. The cheerleader is the hero in Portland. Okay. Indiana cheerleader, by the way. All right, who's on the call there? I, I, I that name. I'm trying to think of who's that, whose name that was on the call there, but I can't. Gosh, I, I know that. He's got a little bit of a Joe Davis to him, you know? Like, uh, Brady, your guy Joe Davis. There's a little bit of uh, some similarities there. I'm trying to figure out, like, who's who was on the call when it came to that. Uh, but that is uh, that's phenomenal. And, and guess what? That's going to be a highlight for that cheerleader for the rest of her career. The rest of her life will be highlighted by uh, by that moment there. And um, and we just forget all about the fact that uh, Indiana got absolutely annihilated. Absolutely annihilated in that game. Uh, and uh, and if you are one of those poor bastards who took Indiana, like myself, uh, congratulations. Uh, a complete and total wipeout as St. Mary's uh, gets a 29-point win over Indiana and the Hoosiers go home. So, so much for the plan. It's a bummer. What else we got, Lee? You guys, in case you missed it, Juwan Howard, who is uh, suspended, obviously, for throwing a punch earlier in the season, is being mocked for doing the exact same thing that set him on, on fire last month. The Michigan was up big, and then with 30 seconds left, they call a timeout being up 11 points. Well, listen, uh, I, my favorite part about it, first of all, the uh, the calling timeout or whatever, I, we, we recognized this at the time when it happened. Juwan Howard uh, threw a little bit of a tantrum because, uh, you know, his team got beat and he was, you know, pressing full court. And then he didn't like the uh, the return volley from uh, from what was happening with Wisconsin. But we, my favorite part about all this is you got all these people that were bitching about Michigan getting into the tournament. And here they are and they won. So now they're on to the next round so they're in the the field of 32 at least and it just goes to show you stop complaining about who gets in and who doesn't we got 68 teams that are qualifying for a tournament or even more than that now we got 68 teams 64 that get to the real tournament that are that are a part of this whole thing if you can't find enough spots or you can't make it in 64 opportunities i don't want to hear a damn thing about it and stop complaining about your seating as well too nobody has an advantage in this tournament what else we got lee you guys in case you missed it uh the bucks were in sacramento the other day and Brett Favre was spotted courtside with his grandson, who's a big Bucks fan. People were wondering why Brett Favre was there. His daughter was actually in a volleyball competition, but he was uh, asked about it, and he said it was the first time he had ever been to a pro game in person. So he had never been to a, uh, an NBA game before? Never. Yeah, never. Okay. How far away is Green Bay from Milwaukee? Lee, you're a Packers fan. Do you know? Like, what, I what made that trek. About? It's uh, a little over two hours. It's about two hours. Okay, so that's kind of Ike. Um, but he's never been to a game. Okay, my first game was a Lakers-Celtics game. First ever NBA game at the Great Western Forum. It was a Lakers-Celtics game. And I just remember we were so late to the game. And that was my first indication that, hey, welcome to Los Angeles. If you want to actually get to a game on time, you got to leave 
a lot earlier than you guys tried to leave, but I remember going to a Celtics-Lakers game at the Forum. I remember uh, walking past Chick Hearn and seeing him working the way the whole the old Forum was set up. And and this is back in the day when Rick Fox was a Celtic. Like people forget those days. Rick Fox was a Boston Celtic at one time, and uh, and I still remember that and just learning my lesson at that point. Southern California, it kicks you in the balls every time you want to get to a game on time. What else we got, Lee? You guys, Fanatics has let us know that Russell Wilson has jumped to the top of the jersey cells, uh, leapfrogging Tom Brady. Okay, so Russell Wilson's one, Tom Brady's two. I mean, don't you want to wait and see how this plays out with Russell Wilson before you go out and invest in a jersey? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's already shown the ability to completely, uh, you know, uh, turn his back on a franchise and a fan base. So now we're going to go Russell Wilson. Uh, you just want to jump. I mean, and didn't Drew Locke wear number three? That's correct. Okay, so why why don't you take it to a seamstress or take it to a dry cleaner and just remove Locke and put Wilson in? I mean, you could figure this thing out. People have done it before. They've taken duct tape and put it on the back of a jersey and written somebody's name in. You're going to pay an extra 100 bucks because uh, uh, the Broncos gave up on Drew Locke and then traded for Russell Wilson? I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking out for people's billfolds here, you know, their financial well-being here. Bo Benson, who also works at the network, already has his Von Miller jersey for the bills why <laughs> he gets well, he gets it from every team what why i mean listen Devontae Devon, adams will, will soon have the number one selling jerseys okay is he gonna is he gonna I'll wear 17 that. is well, Devontae wore, adams wearing I think 17? He wore 15 at fresno state so i'm who knows yeah that's right? true i mean uh all right so, so i was asking did, lee about that bart star i guess wore 15 with the packers Okay, so that's why he wore 17. Wow, interesting. I mean, a, a hundred bucks, uh, and then uh, they, just to get traded away years later. That's nice. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 